Hey everyone, thank you for tuning in to this episode crossover of the Drunken Ramblings and Nonstop. Today, we talk about a small incident that happened a while back, but over a topic that we felt was an interesting one to dive into. It was when fitness influencer Dino Kang critic Ayam Masak Mera and got into quite a large backlash online, especially in the woke community. Anyways, I hope you like what you hear, so please support us by giving us a review and share on Spotify and on our social media. Thanks, and here we go. Hey everyone, Ivan here. Today I have Ernie and Joseph. Back from the dead. That's why you always say yeah. every time. <laughs> always <laughs> starting with the same thing. How many times are you going to be back from the dead? Because I'm you need a new, a, new, a new line. I'm pretty sure that everyone's been listening, suddenly decided like, hey, where did the third Indian guy go to? He like disappeared huh? off the Where's plan. the first two Indian guys? <laughs> <laughs> It's a third, third iteration of Joseph, you know? <laughs> New and upgraded. You know, you think we keep firing the Indian guys and we can the racist podcast. That's why. Okay, That's so, th- so it's no more the drunken ramblings, the drunken racist p- yeah. podcast. Yeah, <laughs> That's what the R stands for. False right? information as usual. So today, we will be talking a little bit about Ayam Masak Mera. Ayam? Ayam? Masak? Masak. Mera. So, mera. so direct translation is chicken cooked in a red sauce. Oh, okay. interesting. Yeah. And what, what usually goes into it? So in, in a very simple manner, yeah. if I can make a comparison to a marinara, which okay. is an Italian okay. red sauce, yes. right? Uh, made with tomatoes and all. Exactly the same, except it's a lot spicier because it's made with a chili paste. And in order... In Asian cooking especially, uh, when I say Asian, I mean Indian and Malay. When you cook anything with a paste, the necessity mm-hmm. for oil is there because you need to cook out the rawness of whatever your your the base that you're cooking, the rumpa, mm. the rumpa as we'll call it. And that's when the flavor comes up and it goes into whatever protein you're cooking. So it's quite normal in these dishes. Yes. With... Ingredients, I would say, with fat. Yes. And then the cooking method for the oil to just rise to the top, la, in a yes, sense, right? Yes, exactly. Sort of like uh, when you scoop the scum out of a soup, that kind of thing. Yes. Mm. yes. Am I right there? Yes. It's, uh, that's actually a perfect explanation. And I'm not saying that because I'm defending the need to put that much of oil. But um, I think it's more of what kind of flavor do you want to achieve mm. At the end of this dish, and I say this because I—I I mean, I'm, I'm a chef, so I'm—I—I I, I say it from a point of view of what do you want to achieve at the end of this mm. dish, and then of course, as a customer eating it, what are you looking at and go like, eh, wow, this is a little bit more than uh, I'm used expected. to, yeah, or I expected. So, yeah. did, is this a common dish? Do you think? It's very common, in fact. All it, over lah. Um, so, uh, during Hari Raya, mm. Ayah Masak Mira and Beef Rendang is a definite must see on oh, the table. Mm. So, like a hand-in-hand, hand, yeah. somewhat hand-in-hand. Hand, yeah. Probably every hawker centre for sure will have. Like if you go to the Nasi you, Padang store, yes. then the red colour. Yes. Ah. Yes. Oh, yes. So, yes. So, I think we probably come across it. You confirm we, come across it. We don't it. hear about mm. it as much compared to a rendang, for example. Yeah. Because you probably point to the chicken and then you and ask, is it, it. is it sambal chicken? That's <laughs> yeah. what most Chinese people... Uh, will yeah, that's what I thought. It's like, that's okay, there's the fried chicken and then there's the red color very, fried chicken. Very, very exactly. true. Exactly. So, is there a difference between it 
is it a Muslim kind of dish or a Malay dish? Is there a difference or? Sorry, but our question here is very unique. You say, yes. is it a Malay or is it Muslim? Correct. Is there a difference? Two of the same that? because so, Malay people cook Muslim dishes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now we're talking about religion and 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 culture, but uh, in I- Islam, it's intertwined because um. Uh, it spreads to other yeah. other cuisines yeah, as well. Yeah, but Indian Muslim food, mm. I cannot say that Indian Muslims I, cook ayam masak. I hear you. I hear you. I get what you're saying. And we have friends within us already who are Indian Muslim, mm. but they don't necessarily cook the Malay dishes. Right. Mm. Oh, that's a very good explanation. I think. Um, so this would probably be a Malay Muslim dish. Yes. Okay. It okay. it uh it transcends into uh, cultures like uh, Pranakan. Mm. Uh, like my aunt is Pranakan. She will cook ayam samira, but she's Catholic. But because of the culture that she right. brought up, she was brought up in ayam samira is something on the table. Okay. Okay. That's actually a very interesting way to to see it. Right. I mean. It's I more don't of know. a cultural, yeah. not not defined by a religion kind of dish. Correct. Yeah. No, but it's a bit of both it's a bit in of a way. Both. Yeah. That, that's what makes it quite But but unique. So now the, the contention here is, at what point do we see it as it being a health risk warning <laughs> versus it just being a dish that tastes nice and there are certain aspects that need to go into it? Let me give you an uh, example. Would we have the same conversation if somebody came out and said, eh, Heidi Lawa or hot pot, uh, the oil that sits on the top is two inches mm. oh, that's true, to the soup. The mala soup, there's always a thick layer of oil, right? And that comes hand in mm. hand with anything mala. But have we but, heard um, anyone say anything about that? I no. think it did come up. I mean, it was reviewed before as well, and nobody mentioned it. Lah. So therein lies the. I was. I don't want to say biasness, but it is somewhat biased. But yes, you know, but this right? is what I want to talk about. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it's a maybe it's a reverse biasness or whatever, but like yeah, when when other cuisines tend to be attacked in a similar manner, yeah. when it comes about health, nobody really cares. Because let's let's take this for example, right? Uh, Ernie, you you'll know this wagyu beef. Mm-hmm. The fat content in that insane is insane. All beef actually, but when it's marketed, mm. it's marketed as. It's good quality protein. protein with the fat content that melts and it's collagen and it's wow. Mm. But then when you add oil into a deep fried Malay or Indian dish and it comes out looking red, oily and all, it's like wow. This one tastes nice, ah, but then my arteries are all gonna be clogged. Mm. I mean, I, I, so I hear that we, as well. Where do we stand on this? Like, what do we think about this? I find it quite ironic because, like, you know, certain dishes are naturally unhealthy. Like, let's say laksa is, there's no way you can make it. It's definitely going to be unhealthy. But is it insulting to say that it's unhealthy? That's our conversation. So, it's ironic to say, I mean, it's, okay, sorry, it's not ironic. It is factual that it is unhealthy. Exactly, right. It's factual that the dish is unhealthy. But it tastes good. And and it tastes good. And that's how a dish is made. So, I don't know why people are raising an issue about it. I'll give you a lemak dish. Uh, It's called ayam masak lemak. That means chicken cooked with lemak. So, they'll have a chili paste, okay? Then when the chili paste is cooked through, right at the end, they add coconut milk. Mm. So, that is oil plus chili plus coconut milk. But... You could swap out the coconut milk with evaporated milk, but that now changes the end product flavor. I'm not saying it's not it's gonna taste bad, but it's definitely not gonna taste yep. like 
But I don't think it's. I mean, some people think it's insulting mm. to try and make a healthier version of what a dish originally is, right? I, and, I think, and it, I know cafes have been attacked for it. Yes, who say like, oh, I'm making a healthier version of maybe nasi lemak without all the bad stuff. Then they insult that cafe by saying like, hey, you racist, ah? Why you say Malay food bad stuff? Yeah, which is it's quite unfair, lah. I mean, it's just the cafe's concept. Yes, concept. Why do we need to come to them and what kill them it, over this? What is it that you... For me, uh, it's a very simple question. What do you want to achieve? So if somebody goes to a coffee shop and orders a dish like that... Correct. And then say, Ew, how come it's so unhealthy? That, I think, is unfair. Because what those coffee shops want to achieve... Is yes, the it's the flavor. It's, it's the, the flavor, flavor to bring you back. And the authenticity of home cooking brought to you in a coffee shop. I would say the trigger point of this conversation, the the person who talked about it, he's a, he's a fitness instructor and that's his brand. And he's posting on his own personal platform. It's just that it came across a, another person's platform and said, I don't like what I'm seeing. But then why the need to apologize after that? He didn't. He did. Not no. He apologized for not understanding that previous conversation about like the difference between Malay and Muslim food. Oh, but I, I totally agree in the sense that he's a health instructor. He tells people what you should eat and what you should not eat, and that's part of his message. So I don't think there's anything wrong with the message. But maybe I think what um struck me as odd was the way he conveyed it. Yes, and the contradiction for me is if you're a health instructor, then why make a comment about a dish that you know already is going to be out of your not your not your chosen choice of food you no. can't possibly hope for it to be uh healthy when you're choosing a ayam masam I, I i mean from me right i i'm someone that exercises a lot and i kind of get his point of view as someone who is trying to push health he's just going out there and saying you can you can eat the the stuff you love. Not saying you can't, but these are the things to be aware of. This is how I consume it just to get that flavor. And even then, it is still super unhealthy. And yeah, but you can still go out and eat it. I'm just letting you know. That's his brand. And he's harsh about it with his wording, like mm-hmm. Ivan said. And then he he also does it to other dishes. La. It's not that he doesn't. He, yeah, he attacked Heidi no, no, no. Lau and all that. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I think it's just that, I mean, to me, when I read the whole situation, it felt like, People were grasping at straws. Lah. They were looking for something. And he was the perfect victim in a sense because he has a history of being too harsh yes, or something Yes, it's early. the history. Yeah. It's not just this. There's several... When I was talking about him apologizing, there were other... But not not not, not to do with food, that one. What, what was it? It was about another fitness influencers ah the, the girl yeah, right correct. Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. about food yeah so he apologized for that that so, seemed a little more personal though yeah correct so that's a different topic right that yeah. one yeah so i think this one about the food and like it was very grasping they were looking for something what do you think Ivan? it felt like the, it, almost like a witch hunt like you know i mean yes he's harsh um but i mean that's his style and then i mean if you don't like it i mean it's too bad, right? But you don't have to hunt down the person because of it. And then to call it racism, I think it's, it's a bit of a stretch. Is it racism to you? To just say a, a cuisine is unhealthy just so happen ah, it's okay. in front of him? That one statement there, a cuisine is unhealthy, mm. that I think is... I don't know if I want to use the word racism, but then you are generalizing to say that every dish 
that this particular cuisine cooks. Ah, okay, fine. My wedding is wrong there because that's not what he did, right? Maybe the dish that belonged to uh, yeah. cuisine. Yeah. He didn't say the whole cuisine is unhealthy. Yeah, yeah. because in fact, um, my so, fi- my fiance so and I. So if you I, say but, chicken but, rice is f- unhealthy, should Chinese people get angry for at you for saying that's that? That's a very good point. <laughs> that's okay. So so my fiance and I were talking about this, and then she asked me, actually, uh, Indian food got any steam dishes or not? And then I just jammed for a moment. And I realized, no, because where Indian culture, I'm talking about 200, 300 years ago came from, it came from spices, right? Mm. And depending on the region that you're from, they created dishes based on the spices they had. Mm, mm, mm. They didn't create dishes that were steamed or that were poached. You don't find... Tell me when's the last you went to an Indian... Never. Exactly. The closest you come to is kambing soup. Oh, and that is... And that itself is still... Cancel me, but that is not healthy. (laughs) But that is... Exactly. That's still a whole bunch of inerts and fats and tulang and and marrow that is... I think his point was more of like, these are everyday food that can be consumed easily and in an affordable way. And we should not be eating these things daily, Mm. but they are there for you daily. And whether you want to admit it or not, there are huge populations of people that do eat these unhealthy things daily. So what do you think was his intention to uh, tell people that, hey, you know, maybe you should be eating a bento health box every other day? That's not what he's saying. Then then what? Okay, I don't know. So what? To me, to me, he's literally just saying, this is unhealthy. Don't eat every day. Next post. This is unhealthy. <laughs> don't eat every day. Next post. This is unhealthy. Don't eat every day. Then I don't see anything wrong with it. Yeah, I mean, to me, that's... That, I mean, if you really look at his whole Instagram... To me, that's what I feel. Uh. It's just that people were angry that hey, why he have one more sentence describing this uh, Malay Muslim dish compared to this Chinese dish. Then they're angry. I think what would have helped is if he added, similarly to this, I've also tried this, this, this from several other cuisines which have which he didn't. No, but I mean, okay. I mean, it's a whole different topic. But is he responsible for putting a disclaimer on every single Instagram post that he puts up? Imagine a world where we all need to do things okay. like that. Yeah, that's a problem, right? Like, if you have to be too PC about <laughs> yeah. everything you put out, then that's saying something wrong about the culture already. Which is... It's crazy. Why, when people attack him for this, this is what worries me. It's like, then everyone needs to be, like, super PC and you have to cover yourself from every angle, like... If I were to post something about food now to make sure I'm not racist, I'm not um, sexist, I'm not, you know, I have to cover all the different, all the different Whatever classification comes up, you know? by. Yeah. Then he, then you should say it unapologetically. Which he does. He's very firm on it, which, yeah. And he still is, you know. If he's stating a point that, hey, I tried this dish and it's really nice, but it's really unhealthy and I don't think it's something that you'd want to eat on the daily that is, seems like a very yeah. honest opinion. I mean, he didn't say it like so politely. It's just he said it in his way. La. Yeah. So maybe people just don't like how he talks. I saw in the comments where he was replying to other people, he's like, oh, if I eat this every day, my artery, I'll die with yes. my arteries clogged. So I, yes. it was the attitude which people... Yes, it was the attitude. Kind of very like, good. Very good choice of word. And, and yes. people add on to that. La. Yeah. No, but they... But, but, I, mean, I feel they... They kind of uh, they link that attitude towards racism, and then that's where it's a bit of a stretch to yeah. me. Yeah, because you know that 
may not be racism, but they are like kind of like spinning the narrative like, oh, this guy is racist yes. and we should cancel to him. To push that, right? Like, like for example, if if you talked about chicken rice and ro- roti prata, mm. then I just remove these two posts. I, I break down and compare how Ivan described it and like, well, Ivan, he's super racist. He said this curry too spicy. But then you see the chicken rice, he never say anything about the chili. They're just trying to find any way to kind of spin. I mean, let's let's move on from this, right? How how does one in the end measure racism, right? Because I would say like critiquing food is our definition of racism in Singapore. Where overseas people exactly. are like Exactly. You know, I mean they used to and maybe some places they still get lynched for racism, you know? And but here the measure like, of it is a lot bigger. And like, really? Are we really stooping to this level where we, the moment we attack food, we're going to label <laughs> it as racism? We're going to really dilute the meaning of the word. Can I, can I say something? I think it's also the, I don't know if it's a fact, but it's my opinion that um, the minorities in Singapore feel that they're already uh, on the on the lower end of the receiving so um they take things like this very personally do you think it's fair or a little bit on a stretch because i feel sometimes don't and and i'm generalizing here but i think general in in general minorities tend to be better exposed to western culture because the i mean Chinese people, we consume Chinese content, right? And then not every, all Korean or whatever bullshit, and then not everyone consumes Western content. But then for for minorities, it's like their own language and then Western content that is more available to them compared to the Chinese stuff. So they tend to try and bring a lot of Western influences in to something that might not really exist yet. For example, right? I remember reading about someone trying to push a police brutality narrative in Singapore, oh. which to me is like, whoa, you're really going far. At, and that was the peak of all that in the US, you know? And like, are we really going to start doing all these things here moving forward in Singapore? Because that would be really... Damaging. Damaging, man. Yeah. And a lot of times it's like, you're adding to a bigger divide. You're pushing, you know, you're trying to tell Chinese people that Hey, don't be so racist But then you're, ch- you're pushing them away At the same time You know By throwing all these things In people's faces And it's quite funny right Like um, you say This woke culture uh, You want to be woke And then You want to have freedom of speech But then you If you promote this Cancel culture Which goes so hand in hand With woke culture uh, That kind of Prevents freedom of speech Because now I'm very worried About my words I'm very worried about what I want to say because exactly. I cannot be honest. I need to watch and make sure I don't offend any woke people. Then how are you able to be authentic with what you want to say in the end? Right. So I feel that that is what will, that's what's damaging to our culture if if we let this uh like extreme levels of I say wokeness is that the right word like kind of like be prevalent. So to bring it back, would that be the case here for this particular person that we are we've been talking about on this episode? Mm. Okay, for me, like racism, if a person's racist, it means he just has this uh, general hatred for a race and that he just views anything by them as inferior. In this sense, I mean, the guy said he really enjoyed uh, the dish and he loves it a lot. Mm. So, I mean, maybe I guess uh, people are viewing him as generalizing the whole like like Malay food as unhealthy, as racist. Mm, I'm not sure I'm on the fence on this. I think that uh, what is a huge contributing factor is because he's a health, health nut. nut. And that doesn't help the people who aren't watching it. 
or reading it or unexercising or unexercising <laughs> exactly because to them is this this is what I eat every day what why are you hating on my lifestyle that's what it's about so there were a lot of people in the comments who are like don't like don't eat lah exactly but to me his post is like don't like my post don't read my post ah <laughs> uno reverse back to you you know if you don't read my post you won't have get angry about it what then, i like to eat the food but then we're walking in circles here then we are. what 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 have we achieved by this but i think that I think what do we want to achieve? I think, I think people in general need to think about how we want to measure the word racism. I think that's pretty important moving forward. Maybe even more so for minorities because Chinese people who are the majority in Singapore would be kind of blind to racism because we don't experience it as much for sure, mm. you know. And then just have I would say conversations that are not too polarized. I mean, it can be polarizing, but it doesn't need to be too like me versus you if you don't agree with me you're an asshole you're a racist it doesn't need to be so clear cut that way it can still have room for just civil conversation i mean it's similar to our last podcast where we all had different opinions but we agreed to disagree um yes if you make a racist joke when you were 15 and it was on twitter are you a racist for life they wouldn't forget it they wouldn't let you forget it and the way we are brought up from young i mean <laughs> i'm sure One uh, some point in time in your life you have said something racist when you're young, but you don't know it. To okay, me, I, everyone above maybe twenty six years old have said something racist <laughs> or guys, done something racist. Guys, Trump may have done a lot of good uh, in his uh, policy thinking and stuff like that. But if you ask a non-Trump supporter, the first thing they would go is, "Oh, you mean the guy who said he grabbed a girl's pussy?" I'm not saying I support him. I'm I'm saying no. I get in, what you mean. In the context what of what yeah. we're talking about. We yeah, there's no real answer to this, right? Um, no, it's it's a bit too large. Yeah, and, and it, I mean, and, it, and what I feel so, sorry, I think what I feel sad about the situation is that we were actually this country was born out of so many different cultures put together. So mm. we actually should be uh, embracing the fact that we all have different. And I and I think a lot of our generation and older loves that fact, but a lot of the woke generation and younger they call it like. Forced, yeah. Uh, multiculturalism or whatever, you know. Yeah. Like we are forced to have this uh HDB concept where all the races races are like that together. But and the percentages should go away. But yeah, I mean, What to them it's a negative. Actually, wait. Since you brought it up, then I want to talk about it. Do you think that we shouldn't have the percentages? Mm, I think it should be somewhat more flexible for sure. Uh, but a form of it, maybe an updated version of it. Because that makes you, sense. Do you know that in anywhere in the dentistry enrollment, Indians are only given thirty percent enrollment. So once they hit the thirty percent, even if you score above um, a Chinese, if they hit the target, mm, mm, mm. you're not allowed in. I know. I know that this is a huge conversation in American universities, where Asians do so well in school <laughs> that literally no. Um, white, black, and Latino Americans can make it to university <laughs> if they accept every everyone based on grades alone. Oh, okay, I, I didn't know that. And especially if Singapore's, you know, we value meritocracy, right? And that's strange because then the best candidates are not getting the role or the job yes. or the no, or but the, the best candidates do not get the job. You know, that's that's a fact of mm. life in a way. 
it, it's it's in every level of society, not just these that we're talking about now. It's in everything. There's biasness. There's I mean, it's in every level. You cannot deny it. You know, like like how likely is it? I'm and this is could be very racist of me to say, right? But like, how likely is it for a Chinese Singaporean to get a job in in a very dominated company, a uh, company dominated by another race? Nah, man, I give you something and even vice versa, e- right? I, I give you some. Fair. I give you something even easier, okay, guys. How likely is it for a Malay to get a role in the army in a, like a more high, higher higher security higher level? Rank, right? Right? Yeah. That, yeah. That's fair. No, I mean that one. That one we all know, but no, but yeah. I'm, I, I will say it. Racism, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. That one and is that's for why, sure. That's why I'm saying that it trickles down to the smaller things because people like me, being an Indian and a and a Malay, would look at smaller things like this and go, "You already win the big ones. Why you still want a problem with the food that I'm cooking?" I know it sounds really like childlike, but that's really what they're looking at. Like that's how they're looking at it. Yeah, no, I I get I get what you mean, and and it's good that you said it's kind of childlike to make the links that way. But yeah. like, yeah, but I mean, you don't push. I mean, to me, you don't push the conversation forward. That's all. For me, it's like you you can complain, you can be angry, but you need to think about how to push the conversation forward because it's not about your your anger in the moment, right? You are trying to change mindsets. And that takes a lot more. From what you said, what I'm understanding is... Uh, so you are saying that um, instead of just being angry at all these uh, small things which, you know, you may or may not be racist, what you should do is uh, take a step back and see whether what you're saying will cause a, a divide by being more by being aggressive. In a, in a way, right? Because, for example, for everyone that was angry about this post, there are a bunch of people that saw the post and say it's not racist at all what are they trying to do right and you already added to the divide by doing that but if you for example started another conversation like what joseph said and say yeah i mean there's huge things here and then now you're gonna come and attack us for all the little things you know or whatever whatever however to phrase it i'm not quite sure and then do more conversations in that sense and then you suddenly bring that in as an example during those conversations yeah, I think that would like oh, as a as a for us right, we'll be like oh shit, you know that also makes you all feel this way. At least we can link it, you know. There's a re- there's a relevance to it in in a way, right? In a way, even yeah. though it's like really it long is, from army to ayamasa. Yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah, rather than just like ayamasa, are you off? Racist, you know, you're you're just want to stop us, and then and then we're just like, what the hell are you talking about, you know? Yeah, uh, unless what well, well, what is the what is the intention here? You want all Malay stores to now put uh, half a quart less of oil in the ayam masam oil in their cooking? Not at all. Exactly. I think, I think the idea is to just tell people like, this food is there, eat it when you want, but just know that it's not something you should be consuming every meal, uh, and there are people. They eat it every meal. You cannot deny there are families that eat nasi lemak every single meal. Yeah. For example, or roti prata every meal, every day, you know, and then people eating McDonald's every day and yeah, he's just a fitness See, dude that's I, telling I, people not to do it. I feel it would have been a lot more productive if he made a segment of a several bunch of foods in Singapore that he felt were good, tasty, but wouldn't fit into his a uh, health lifestyle, um, cause then, then, then that would seem a little more. But, but I, I don't fair. think that's what he's saying. You know, I think a lot of people out there now are just trying to say like, 
you can eat your roti prata, but just know that if you eat this, it's 800 calories. Don't eat it blindly thinking that, oh, I only eat two prata, later I can eat some more. See, see but that's the thing, right? It's yeah. because it came out of a Chinese guy. <laughs> that's why it, it turned out that way. Is it racist to think that way then? No, I mean, if is, it came out of a Malay guy no, which is criticizing why, a Chinese dish, is it better? No, which is why I say that it would it would only matter if whoever it came from mentioned several different dishes that all had similar... I mean, that would be a, a that, nicer the way. Ideal, that that would mean, be the ideal... But I don't think I can hold every influencer and person I see online to such a high standard. La. I think that would be quite unfair. Mm. <laughs> Not every post has to be of like top quality yeah, content. I mean, <laughs> seriously. I mean, if I hold... Help but I think we put subject, a lot of thought into even the smallest of topics that we talk about. Yeah, and, but you know... And we're not like... But, but you can't expect that out of everyone. Literally. Yeah, but we're not like people who have got like 10,000 followers and yet we put a lot of thought into um, what are, what is the bigger meaning behind even... Okay. I mean, fair enough. If you have a, a significant following, you should have more responsibility with your words as That's well as what, what I you feel. put out there. That's what I feel. Because um, he know already he got so many followers. So the repercussions of what he is going to say, I'm sure he would have thought about it. That's that's fair. That's another fair point, I would say, to put out there. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my thought. That's a fair point. But if I was to answer your question straight up, uh, after Ivan did, uh, I, I don't think it's racist. I really don't think it's racist because he didn't... The, the part where he say all Malay food is unhealthy... That's the only thing that you have to go on. Yeah. And technically, all food is... Can, you can use that same label. Lah. Exactly. Because I will also tell you that there are a lot of Malay dishes that are super healthy for you. Okay. Right? Tempeh. I don't have to go far. Tempeh is fermented soy, uh, soy, soybeans, right? Which if you were to just fry it and eat it like that, or if you just steamed it, it has got so much of protein and is very healthy for you. But... That same tempeh you put together with fried tau and turn it into a sambal goreng. Oh wow, sounds good. Though. Ah, <laughs> but, yeah. and and let's you see honest, where I'm going yeah, with this. Nobody steams that. Huh? Everyone fries it. I would. Let's be honest here. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay, man. I mean, I think it's an interesting conversation to have. I, I mean, I just wanted to cover it on the podcast and just uh, see where it took us. Good to see the different opinions and from. Joseph, of course, the food angle, the minority angle. Yeah. <laughs> He's an expert here today, man. No, but I think I would love to hear feedback from people who listen to this podcast. Uh, I would love for them to tell us um, like what they think about this um, uh, as a general topic in if we talk about uh, food in Singapore from any race and we have our own opinions about it. Whether positive or not, does that make us a racist? That is actually what this conversation yes. is about. Yeah. And it shouldn't. Yeah. Why 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 can I not talk about uh, my own race and say that hey that nasi biryani is damn nice? But I tell you, the level of oil on top of the chicken curry, who I can cook another biryani with this. And this And I've said that myself several let's times. Let's do this let's put it forward more. Like let's not make it about race, right? It's all Singaporean food And we are Singaporeans Yeah. Oh, right And if we do that I think we'll be chill Yeah If not we're shooting ourselves In the food So if you like what you've listened Don't forget to check us out On the 
Drunken Ramblings podcast are non-stop on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and um, on Instagram. Alright, see ya.